California voters duped by reform plan Proposition 47. Prop 47, it sparked shoplifting crisis, says the sheriff. Get the sheriff, Jim Cooper, from Sacramento. He's speaking out. We're going to watch a little video. We're going to talk about it. Let's get into it. He is stating, hey, this this whole shoplifting thing in California started in 2014 because you, the voters in California, this is what you wanted, but you were sold it as something else. What was it? Let's get into it. Here we go. Crisis level and, and really the disconnects at the corporate level. As far as the, the line level employees and the stores and asset management, they do a great job. They want to work with us, but it's where the corporate disconnect happens. And we've seen it. The new normal is, hey, you go to a store, everything's behind plexiglass, you got way beyond crisis level. And, and really, the disconnects at the corporate level. As far as the, the line level employees and the stores and asset management, they do a great job. They want to work with us, but it's where the corporate disconnect happens. And we've seen it. The new normal is, hey, you go to a store, everything's behind plexiglass, you got to push a button, wait five or 10 minutes for someone to come and get it because it, it's so rampant. And it really started with the change in law in 2014 with uh, Prop 47, which was voted on by the voters, I should say. And the voters were duped into voting for that. It was called the Safe Duped. Safe Streets and Schools. Prop 47, the lax laws. I think lawlessness, people know, hey, there's no accountability. I can go out and steal and not get in trouble. And these folks are so brazen, they're not running out of the store. They're walking out with a sharper car, shopping cart full of items. They're sauntering and out. Most of the big box retailers, and that's who we're talking about, um, now have a policy where, hey, don't confront anybody, just let them go. A non-confrontation policy. So that had fueled the fire. And folks just see, you know, just, hey, why should I pay? No one else is paying. So it's really a sad commentary on society and what's acceptable. Um, I was in the legislature for eight years and having spent 30 years in law enforcement first. Um, so I ran several bills to try and change the theft issue because in California, it's 950. So if you steal less than $950, the most you will get is a citation and you're not going to go to jail. You can do that 30 times in a day. You will not go to jail. And that, that's what's done it when it's, what's, it's bred it basically. And these folks just don't care and they're out doing, uh, whatever they want. And that, that's unfortunate. And you look at prices, prices are sky high. And at the end of the day, we're paying for it. Now, build back better. They want to close um, underperforming stores, but there, there's more to this than MCI. Agreed. It doesn't have a lot of power in this. It really comes down to the voters. The voters voted it in. And the only way the legislature can change it is to, in the furtherance, furtherance of the bill, to make the bill you know, worse. They can't make it more stringent. So that's the issue. The limit has to go back to the voters. And you know there have been different laws passed, passed in the previous um, times where there were bad laws and they actually businesses went back and got a change. So the retailers have a lot of money and they have the resources, but do they have the guts to go back and change that law? No. I think they have no idea. Uh, God bless the voters. I love the voters. God bless the voters, but you are stupid. What's what he's saying? So the safe neighborhood and schools act. What does that have to do with drugs and theft? And that's really what it was. It decriminalized seven crimes, drug and theft crimes. There it is. That's why we find ourselves in the predicament we're in today. But back in 2020, when the initiative ran, uh, Prop 20, the grocers put in. He goes on to talk about kind of some more details. But that's that's in a nutshell 
I mean, where you kind of sit, and this has been going on since 2014. And what was interesting is uh, he has been very vocal about kind of airing some of these issues out. And we're going to read this story because there's some more information here. And other folks are saying, you know what? You're saying the quiet part out loud. Stop talking. We should be handling this, you know, constructively between us. Don't say that stuff to the public because then the public's going to go, huh, God bless the voters. Wait a minute. Isn't that me? Is, is that me? That, that's me. He's saying God bless the voters, but we're not all that smart. Huh, because we got duped. We got sold a bill of goods. <laughs> it's kind of like the Inflation Reduction Act, which should have been called the Inflation Production Act. Maybe you dump trillions of dollars worth of whatever into the economy, you're going to end up with some inflation in there, right? So there we sit. So let's get into this because there's some, there's some interesting stuff. He is also the dude. This sheriff is the dude saying, hey, Target's telling us not to arrest people inside their stores. They're giving us this long laundry list of stuff that we're supposed to do before we go in. Uh, that's not exactly how you catch criminals, right? You know, they're trying to dictate to us. And what was really interesting and what I wanted you to hear from that is he came right out and said, there's some other stuff going on. It's like the nine stores that were closed. You had two in Seattle. I'm going off memory here. Three in Portland, two in San Fran, one in uh, one in upstate New York in Harlem. Uh, does that add up to nine? Probably not. But that that's kind of roughly where it was. All small small format stores. Yeah, they've had some crazy safety issues. But is that the real reason they're closing them down? He's basically stating there's some other stuff going on here, meaning that big corporate, shockingly, is using some of this crime data to get what they want out of their the business structure of their stores. Yeah, we're really sorry that we're going to have to close this down. We thought a lot about this and the safety of our employees, safety of our consumer, safety of our management. We're real concerned and we're going to have to close down this store. But hey, you can shop with us online at Target.com. And you can shop at our other stores located in areas where you don't have the shenanigans going on. All right, that's what they're telling us. Does that really make sense? Well, mm, there's some head scratching in there as well, right? Rampant shoplifting in California's capital has surpassed crisis level, according to the outspoken sheriff of Sacramento County. I like the guy. I do. I think he's dead on on a lot of this stuff. And I think he is saying the quiet part out loud. And this article, it basically says that as well. It's way beyond crisis level. Um, Cooper took the internet by storm earlier this month when he said in an X post that formerly known as Target, that Target leaders prevented deputies from thwarting shoplifting incidents, despite the store requesting help to stymie rampant retail crime. We did a whole podcast on that. Check it out. A news for reasonable people, because that was absurd. 911, how can I help you? Oh, they're, they're stealing from our Target store. All right. I'm the officer. I, you called about a theft going on. Yeah, but would you mind 
would you mind not arresting them inside the store? Doesn't look good. It's just not good for the PR. You know, people going, ah, oh, is somebody stealing it here from Target? Oh, I don't know if I want to continue shopping here any longer. So would you mind taking them out to the back and, you know, whipping them with the wet noodle back there? Because it's not a good look inside the store. That's what they're literally talking about. Cooper said his office recently worked with the massive retailer to carry out a shoplifting operation, but the plan apparently crumbled, just crumbled, when Target leaders made a list of rules for where and how deputies and detectives could arrest the suspects. Over there, not so much, not so much there, right there. <laughs> what... Since when do you dictate where and when that's going to happen? At the briefing, we were told by their head of regional security that we could not contact suspects inside the store. We could not handcuff suspects in the store. And if we arrested someone, they wanted us to process them outside, behind the store, in the rain, walking uphill to school both ways, to and from school, uphill. The sheriff said on X, adding, and I'm just kidding. The sheriff said on X, adding earlier in his comment, that he can't make this stuff up. I have no reason to not believe him. I mean, he's not going to lie about that stuff. So this is literally what's going on. He mentions the disconnect between retail workers who see the crimes play out every day and the corporate leaders who want to avoid bad press. Yeah. Could you take them outside? Could, could, could you do that little rest thing out there? We know that it's difficult to keep people under control when they're not in cuffs, but we'd like you to do that anyway, because, you know, at Target, we believe that every criminal has a right to be arrested outside, out back. Take them out back out there. To be honest, at the corporate level, the board level, it's about image. Yeah, of course, it's image. Right now, it's pulling about 80%. So you see the public is on the soft side of, hey, it's out of control. Talking about shoplifting. This is a big deal. This is a huge issue. Because at the end of the day, Target passes the cost along to you and I, the consumer. Oh, or here's the other thing they do. Well, we're going to put everything under lock and key. We did that. Now we're going to tell you that, yeah, the whole lock and key thing. And we hired more, you know, sales associates to be walking the floor. And I will straight up vouch for that in the targets that I saw. Ton of people walking around, ton more people there than in Bellevue. One's in Seattle. More people there walking around than in Bellevue. Somebody very Johnny on the spot was there to help me unlock from the multitude of goods behind closed, uh, behind lock and key under plexiglass. I, I can see my toothpaste. I just can't grab it. I just can't get to it. Right. So then we talk about, you know, some, uh, some of the Proposition 47, which was passed in 2014. If it's under 950 bucks, the world is your oyster. So you heard it from the sheriff. You can shoplift 30 times a day and nothing is going to happen to you, right? And they've got 30 something thousand outstanding tickets for shoplifting that aren't being paid. So it's, it's just this joke 
oh yeah, we're, we're not requiring you to pay and we're not going to incarcerate you. We're not even really going to arrest you. We're just going to issue a citation. Would you please pay this little parking ticket here? People don't. And then you wonder how this just, you know, rattles out of control. So, and it decriminalized seven crimes, drug and theft crimes. Yeah, the safe school thing. It was under the Safe Neighborhoods and Schools Act is what Proposition 47 was because money was supposed to go towards that, right? And instead, the safe neighborhoods and schools, yeah, neither one of those are safe, are they? Retail theft in California appeared to spike in 2021. That's when we had the whole George Floyd thing. This was a result of that, which was, I think we can get away with this. Oh, yeah, we can. And that kept being tested. And then in 2021, I mean, we lived through that. We saw that. It's like, holy cow, what is going on here? This is wildly out of control. So he goes on to say, I think it's a combination of everything. Obviously, the laws of Proposition 47, talking about the shoplifting being escalated. The lax laws, I think lawlessness, people know, hey, there's no accountability. I can go out and steal and not get in trouble. And these folks are so brazen. They're literally not running out of the store. They are sauntering with the cart. Just, ah, that's what I'm doing. Just going to steal a bunch of stuff. Don't try and stop me. Don't try and stop me. It's wild. So, you know, you put enough of this together and it's pretty apparent that there is no, there's, there's no accountability for shoplifters actions. The CEO of the California Retailers Association, Rachel Michelin, has taken issue with the sheriff. What do you think it was about? Publicly calling out Target for not wanting to work with his office, telling Fox News Digital that the sheriff should instead have conversations with local leaders on how to address the crimes. He probably has. And you know what? He's gotten nowhere. And so he's going to throw it up there on his tweet machine. Far more effective. Now you got some jackass up in Seattle podcasting on it, kind of throwing more fuel to the fire, which is what needs to happen. More people need to be aware. Hey, that whole state, you know, schools and whatever act. Yeah, that went against you because now you're paying more for your stuff at Target because so many people are stealing from it. Plus, do you really want to go to an environment where people are just stealing left stuff left and right? One of the other things that I've been having conversation and I keep seeing it in social media, but having conversation with people that I know, they're like, yeah, we're saying to ourselves, why are we the dummies here paying for our stuff? All you got to do is just push your cart out the door. Nobody's going to stop you. And we all see the videos, right? Y'all see the videos. This isn't rocket science. You can just take whatever you want. And as long as it's not too much money, the world's your oyster. Say it's a thousand fifty bucks. Yeah, nobody's going to do anything. No, no, nobody's going to do anything. It's just not what we're doing. Michelin said that she understands and shares the sheriff's concerns about shoplifting crimes and argued that Proposition 47 should be altered via a vote for more accountability of thieves. Absolutely. Absolutely. But then you got to start throwing people in jail. And that invariably in 2023, that goes down as racist. Yeah, you can't throw people in jail. Somehow that's attributed to racism. Because there's a disproportionate, you know the drill. It's like, okay, all right. But 
you can't have criminality just, you know, getting wildly out of control either. So you got to pick one. You can't have both. You can't have accountability and then this other thing, right? Just they're not going hand in hand. And the sheriff is totally right. Those costs are being passed on to us, the consumer, in higher prices. We see it day in and day out. Big retailers are still surviving. And you know what? As a percentage of sales, it's really not that big of a deal. The big stores, Target is going to be fine. They're going to make it. Macy's, they're going to make it. Nordstrom, they're going to make it. They're just fine. It is a tiny, tiny fraction of their gross profits and a tiny, tiny fraction of their overall sales. The vast majority of people pay for their stuff, but we do see a ton of examples on social media. And so you're conditioned to believe nobody's paying for anything. They're just not paying. When in reality, it's like 1.6, 1.4, 1.6 of their total sales, some number like that. You're like, what? Okay, but we're hearing about a big story. Well, it is impacting things. It is causing, you know, the stores to raise prices. Hmm, interesting. It's a billion dollar issue because it's happening all over. And stores in communities are being closed down because now Target has that, they've got that, you know, that bullet ready to go. Well, you know, safety of our consumer, safety of our employee, it's at risk. Therefore, you know, we'd love to keep this store open, but we just can't do it with a, you know, a full conscience knowing that somebody's safety might be impacted. That's what they're going with. And and, and this is where the, the sheriff of Nottingham, I mean, the sheriff of Sacramento is basically saying, Hey, Proposition 47, if you guys would have looked at it closely, you probably wouldn't have voted for it, but you did. And so now, if you're really upset with having your pricing go through the roof, and you're really upset with people just stealing willy-nilly and all kinds of other shenanigans, you got to make that vote count. That's effectively what he's saying, right? So the sheriff said that he has no intention to stop posting publicly on the shoplifting issues, noting the shoppers and the public have been favorable toward his ex-posts because he is calling out the nonsense. Absolutely. And the public wholeheartedly supports it, he said. You know who else the public wholeheartedly supports? The public wholeheartedly supports the district attorney of Sacramento who threw out a lawsuit. He threw a lawsuit at the city of Sacramento because they're just, they're basically derelict in their duty with the whole shoplifting or not shoplifting, but homelessness thing. He's basically saying, Hey, you guys are letting all kinds of craziness go on. You need to be held accountable. Therefore we're going to sue. And so he did. He launched a, a lawsuit against uh, the city. I don't know how that has gone. Um, I mean, that's, it's more of a, you know, he's, he's making a statement with that loss. I don't think he's going to win, even though I think all of these cities who allow this homeless industrial complex to keep perpetuating, I think they all have liability. Just like I think the city of Seattle has liability for letting chop slash chaz happen. Yeah, two poor black kids got murdered. 
But, you know, it was all great until that happened. I mean, what could go wrong when you don't, you know, allow cops into an area and you basically abandon all municipal services within an area and just go, ah, sure, it'll be fine. You know, you take all criminal theft going on in California and take that threshold from 450 bucks up to 950 bucks. What could possibly go wrong? Yeah. It's exactly what you got going on here. 80% of the population says, this is an epidemic and out of control. All right. Then somebody's got to do something, right? Somebody's got to, you know, do a lawsuit somewhere doing something. And then you can start to maybe work on, you know, whatever it is, amending Proposition 47. Because until then, you've got laws on the books that, um, you know, are going to dictate otherwise. Hey. We can do whatever we want. We can steal stuff and just take whatever. There's no repercussions. Give me those. Give me those misdemeanor tickets. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. Crazy stuff, right? It's the world we live in. 2023. Sacramento getting some PR for their sheriff and their district attorney. Hmm. Interesting. All right. This is a little bit of that pushback from all of this crazy liberal policy that has allowed for all of this just wacky stuff to go down. I'm sure it'll be fine. You know, up to 950 bucks to steal it. Ah, what could go wrong? Right. I mean, I say that often because it's so, so true and sad, right? Because you've just green let, you know, theft. Mom, why why is that guy stealing stuff? Because we let it happen, because you voted for it under the auspices of the safe neighborhood and schools. Wild. All right, that's it for me on this one. Thanks so much for being here. I will catch up with you in the next one. Until then, bye for now.